What's up, guys? It's Jake from Bucket Time here, and welcome back to another podcast. Today, I'm joined with my co-host, Eli. Hello. And our special guest, Sam. What's up, everyone? So today, we're kind of going to be talking about multiple things. Um, one of the things is going to be COVID and also, like, how it's affected the NBA. And also, I kind of want to talk about the GOAT debate, you know, see how controversial it is. We haven't talked about it for a few months. So first, I want to talk about COVID. So if anyone follows Woj on, like, Twitter or whatever, um, you've seen in, like, Shout out to Bucket week, Time Podcast on Twitter. Facts. Um, but you would see in the next, like, 9 to 14 hours, like, 10 players have uh, put into protocol. And, you know, it's getting to a point where, you know, it's super boring because it's getting players at risk. It's putting players at risk. But also, I don't want to see it. Um, G League players and retired NBA players play on the court. Like, I'm not yeah, tuning like, into an NBA game to watch Richard Jefferson play. Yeah, like, no last hate. Night, um, the like, whole the whole Timberwolves starting five was out, and but then we still beat the Celtics. But that's like kind of the stuff that like you don't really want to see for the NBA because it was like almost all COVID protocols that were out for the Timberwolves starting five, and it was just all either bench players or players from the G League that were playing. And um, you don't really want to see that when you're watching NBA games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, um, you know, you look at the NBA, which since the bubble, the bubble was handled really well. And I think, to be honest, a lot of people would rather have um, the NBA get put into a bubble and then um, come, come back later and then play off, um, like, the playoffs and stuff like that then stay like this, and we have to watch G League players. Yeah. And then, I... like, I'm looking at this this stat. I was just looking on NBA.com. And I see yesterday, James Harden, he knew we were, report, we were recording a podcast today. So he was like, I want to show out so Jake could talk about me. Um, now, the man I called a disappointment dropped 39, 8, and 15. Jeez. <laughs> okay. So – First, he got eight rebounds, all on defense, which kind of weird. Um, but I mean, like James Harden, I'm gonna say it was a great game by him, but it, it's not gonna sell me on the fact that he's his his old self. You know, like I understand Brooklyn gave him a tougher role, and I understand that. But at the same time, Kyrie's been out. The only guys that that's next to you is like KD and a few other role players. And he's like, like not yeah, really been out. Yeah. He's attempting seven up. threes a game and making yeah. two and a half. Well, you bring that up. And one thing I want to, um, one person I want to talk about is Patty Mills. I remember yes. that game against the who was that against the um, was it against? Okay. I forget. I forget who they were playing against. But he had like he had like seven threes and like thirty four points. He was like seven for seven or something. He was just playing amazing. And I think that Patty Mills has really stepped it up this season. And I feel like he's been something that the the Nets really need with the absence of Kyrie Irving. Patty Mills is the type of player that I want on my team. He's great at spacing and he moves the ball well. And I think he's just a really important player. So I think he meshes perfectly with Harden and with KD. Um, So I I really like him. Yeah, I think it'll be a little... um, a little confusing once Kyrie comes back, and I think that Kyrie might come back. I don't know about that, but I think wasn't that... it already announced? It was already announced. 
Yeah, I think so. And the, yeah. but I feel like I feel like the fit with them too might be a little weird. I think that Patty Mills at like shooting guard or something might be like. Yeah, I think I think they'll have him at six man. I think that Patty Mills, because he was in San Antonio, like who really watches San Antonio games? Since Kawhi left, like who really is watching those? I mean, and, do you see Dante Murray? He's balling out. He's yeah, like, yeah. Like does Dante yeah. Murray really like leading the Spurs? But like. Patty Mills, I feel like, is was really underrated on the Spurs. And now, you know, when he gets to the Nets, he's really, like, showing people, like, I'm not going to be that guy, but, like, off the bench, like, I'm going to be good. Like, he's he's making more threes a game than James Hart. I think, yeah, I think that's, like, I think that's the spacing that the Nets really need right now exactly. because Joe Harris is out, right? And that's, like, probably one of the best shooters in the NBA, like, at least efficiency-wise. And so I think he's been a really good, like, fit for them without Joe Harris. Exactly. And he, he's hitting, like, I see a stat. He's hitting, like, he's averaging 3.4 three-pointers a game. Like, that's that's not something, like, he's only, he's a third. Like, Curry's has 5.4, but that's Curry. Buddy Hill has 3.6. And then you have Patty Mills, who's known for a shooting, but, like, no one expects him to be up there with these big shooting names. So I'm I'm really excited yeah, to watch I mean, him. He's averaging the most points he's ever averaged in his career. I mean, he's averaging nine points just off of threes. And, and you got, he also has KD and James Harden on his team. Like, it's not easy to score on a team like that. So I think it's great that he's really showing up. Exactly. And yeah. like, I just want to quickly, because I just found them, segue to the Lakers, who I want to call the biggest disappointment of the year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone was going into this like, Holy like next crap. Lakers. Anthony next Davis, Lakers. LeBron, Westbrook, Melo. Like, everyone was like, you know, it's an old team, but they're trying to win now. Obviously, something's wrong. Yeah, they're the yeah. ninth seed in the West. I think that really it's been Katie's, I mean, AD's injuries and then Westbrook's inconsistency. AD is a flower. He's 80, 80 is he's literally a paper airplane. Like, you see 80's stat? 80 is shooting 18% from the three point line. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, saw, I saw a stat. That is the least like amount that anyone ever shot or something like that. And, and this season, he's like the worst three point shooter. Exactly. And you look at his like last few games nine points, 20, 22, 17, 27. That's horrible. I mean, I mean so, you look at you look at two of his games, eight for eighteen, nine for eighteen. Like, here's the thing. I understand he, we're not expecting him to score 30, 35, you know, but he's oh, he sh- he should be on this team scoring more than nine points. Yeah. Or scoring more than 17 points. Yeah, but like those nights, like LeBron probably had like 37. So there's always gonna be someone stepping up when someone goes down like AD. So I think that maybe someone like the, at those nights had big games, but he should also be like, yeah, you he said he's nine for 18. That's 15 for 50 percent. Like he's not shooting like his normal percentage. Yeah. And I think that, um, I think that it's so like, you know, always you want to be on the court. And but when 80 has been on the court, he's not been his best self. And that's not something that you really want to see, especially because he's been getting injured so much. And I don't even I don't even I don't know what's wrong with him. But like it's like he's been getting injured so much lately and it just doesn't make sense. Can I talk about someone that I think that's like important on the Lakers? Yes. yes. So I don't know if you guys know this. Well, you do know this, but 
right now off the bench, or I think he might be starting. Carmelo Anthony is averaging yeah. thirteen point two points. Yeah. yeah, like on a great Lake, a, a supposedly great Lakers team with a lot of stars. You have yeah. someone thirty seven having thirteen points. Like that's huge. I mean. LeBron James is averaging like twenty seven. So yeah, but like he, Carmelo Anthony is not LeBron James. Um, yeah. And like he's no one just, is LeBron James because LeBron, LeBron James is the goat. Because I love LeBron James. But like I think that LeBron James is the goat of basketball. He's also Jordan. Um, he's, but also speaking forty percent from three. Carmelo is shooting forty percent from three. Yeah, that's crazy. And then you look at. I just want to look at Russell Westbrook for a second because if you want to talk about inconsistency, this is the guy you call. I mean, in the last few games, he scored 13 points, 4 for 20. That's 20% from the field. Okay, then he scored 30, 12 for 20 from the field. Then he scored 22, 10 for 20 from the field. 20, 9 for 19. He's averaging 20 shots a game. Oh, my. Like, and he's not, like, shooting well on some nights. Yeah, I think that. Like, he should not be shooting 20%. Field goal, like he's it just shouldn't be happening. I mean, he's I hitting sixty six from the um from the. He's a sixty six percent uh free throw shooter. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Okay, <laughs> but Dick, I do want to point out that we um the when he shot like twenty percent from field goal when he went four for twenty, he did have a triple double that night. Yeah. So like, yeah, I think we should talk about that. But like, besides, I feel like that most of that is probably like meaningless stats right there because if we look at the score of that game that was the christmas game yeah, i think are. that i think that the lakers lost that so like yeah they lost by seven that's kind of just like meaningless stats right there yeah i, yeah, I, I mean westbrook is the type of guy that like if he's averaging a triple double awesome but i feel like most people would rather see the stat of 37 and 4 than 13 12 and 11 I, to be honest, I think 37 and 4 is more impressive. Yeah. I think because I don't think anyone it's it's Westbrook. He's the leader all time in like triple doubles. No well, one I mean, cares anymore if he gets a triple thir- double. 13-12. Okay. That was a little out. But like, like th- that's what you're saying. You nobody cares if he has a triple double. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay, uh, but it, like 13, 12, and 11 would be a great stat line if he wasn't four for 20 from the yeah, field. Exactly. <laughs> Also, I think I think in my opinion, I think that for like when he was in um when he was in OKC, he was definitely going for triple doubles. And yeah. like and I kind of find like I love someone who's working hard and getting rebounds and making assist plays, but sometimes I feel like he's working like a little too hard just for the stat line. Yeah, I mean you yeah. saw I'm sure a lot of people saw like there was one play where he was like one assist off of a triple double and literally wouldn't take a shot. They passed up over like just kept passing everything. And here's the thing: if you want to get a triple double, awesome, but you should not forcefully be like, "Give me the rebounds, let me get the rebounds, let me get the triple double." Because Russ is at a point in his career where the Lakers aren't saying, "Russ, we 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 wanted you to average a triple double," because it's it like they they're saying we need you to come in and be a starter. Yeah, and also like, like look look at his recent games. Uh, I guess the Nets, he had three turnovers. San Antonio, yeah. five turnovers. Phoenix, seven, seven. turnovers. Yeah, like, that's yeah. ridiculous. Chicago, six turnovers. He's, like, he's gonna he could have a quadruple-double in a game with just ten turnovers because he's yeah. just 
he throws the ball away, especially in big time moments. Like look at numbers, Portland in that series in game six, he was shooting terrible shots with a minute left to go. He wants to be a hero and he wants the stat line. And this is why I don't like Russell Westbrook. I, I completely agree with that because kind of as Eli brought up earlier, like 13, 12 and 11 is a good stat line, but not when you're shooting 20% from the field. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to see, if I were a Lakers yeah. fan right now, I would rather have anyone else on my team. I would rather have, I think anyone would, Patty Mills over Westbrook. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I know that Patty Mills, even though he's not going to average as many points and he's not going to have a 30-point game or a 12-rebound or an 11-assist game, well, he might have an 11-assist game, but I know that he's going to make big plays for my team. And he's not going for the stat line. He's going for the win. Well, yeah, and what the Lakers need is spacing right now. Like, they have Russell West Le- Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis, who's literally shooting 18% from three, right? And then they have, like, what, like, who, THT? And then Dwight Howard? Like, that's not uh, that's a horrible shooting and, lineup. And, know, they need, I- and they need to space out. Yeah, and I think this was why I said when Russell Westbrook got signed by the Lakers, it's just not – it's not smart. Like, you see – look at um, – I'm going to go to um Malik Monk stats right now. Malik Monk is is a bucket. Like, he's dropping 10 points for them. He's exactly what they need. Yeah. He's shooting well. He's getting rebounds. He's making good plays, and this is what they need. They don't need someone who's a ball-dominant player who drives kicks. Like, they don't need that. They have LeBron James. They don't need someone like LeBron. They need someone who can hit a three when they need them to hit a three. Exactly. And then – you look at kind of as I was talking about before. I pulled up Patty Mills versus Russell Westbrook like comparison. They're kind of the same in field goal, but Patty Mills has 14 higher percentage in three point percentage. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I think like, I think that at the, oh you got it. I think that shooting 20. percent I, I want to get back to Russell Westbrook's like inefficiency and his like mm-hmm. basically he's been so streaky this year like. I think that um, shooting 20 shots and only making four of them in that Nets game is absolutely like – That's a red flag right there. Horrible. Because he was – I remember I was watching that game. He was missing like wide-open layups against the Nets in crunch time. That's the thing. He's yeah. not been a clutch player this season, and he hasn't been doing things at the right time. And you know I why I want Patty Mills? Because you're not paying Patty Mills $44 million. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like that's, that's- – you know what? To be honest, he has a player option next year. Like, exactly. There were so many better guards that could have that the Lakers could have tried to pick up. I know yep. some of these are a little uh like unrealistic, like Lonzo Ball, but like some guys, if he would have picked them up, would have been so much be- better. To be honest, I think that the Lakers would have been better off with signing Dennis Schroeder. For yeah. Sure. Oh no, oh, no, no, oh, no! 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 Oh. No! 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 Well, really quickly, I do want to say, I think any Lakers fan would have rather said, um, instead of Russell Westbrook, they should have tried to get Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. No, DeMar DeRozan would not have I don't been think a DeMar DeRozan would have been good because yeah. he's also a really ball-dominant player. And the reason why he fits yeah. so well in the Bulls is because Zach Levine is not really a ball-dominant player. Like, he's a great spacer, and he gets buckets, but he doesn't just touch the ball every possession. Yes, he, he makes so I think that I think that it's Demar Derozan won't work, but I think Kyle Lowry's a great player because he doesn't need to score. Like we don't. Have and to also, he's a good shooter. Kyle Lowry's a good shooter. Yeah. Uh, K- 
can we just can we just switch quickly to the Celtics? I kind of want to talk about them. Oh, yeah, the Celtics yes. are actually informed. So, as I was saying earlier, they lost to the Timberwolves yeah. with no starting players. I'm just going to say this. This experiment with Brown and Tatum needs to end. Keep Brown, give Tatum away. Jam Brown is that guy. So is Tatum. They are not good together. They are yeah. not good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think, to, to be honest, I kind of agree with that because I think that um, a, a lot of people might be saying, well, Tatum is better at this one. Yes. But at the same time, they're going to need to make a decision between the two. And they're going to need to say, which one can get me more value? And they could probably, for either one of them, get a, either a really good player or just a decent player. Like, I think if they did the right deal, could maybe get Dame for, like, Jalen Brown and a few picks and other people. Also, I think, like, uh, Tatum's playing really well, and I don't want to take stuff away from Tatum. He just doesn't fit in this system, and he doesn't fit with Jalen Brown. And I really like Jalen Brown because he's he just has so much potential to his game, and this isn't even his peak performance. And take away J- Jason Tatum, who is a great scorer but takes up the ball a lot, think about what J- Jalen Brown can do. Like, he's the main scorer on a team. He's going to be dropping, like, 27. He's already dropping, like, 22. He's going to average, like, 28. He's going to be an all-star definitely. Yeah, I think that Jalen Brown as a first option is definitely going to be better than Tatum as a first option. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, it, I just pulled up both of their things, and you look at both of their stats on NBA.com, it has, like, the last five games. In the last five games, the highest Ooh, Tatum why? has scored is 27. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown has scored 34, 34, 30, 30, 30. 23. Yeah. Like, that guy. like Jalen Brown, people <gasps> are like, oh, Jason Tatum's better. He's really ball dominant. And he can score, but it seems like not as well as um Jalen Brown. I oh, mean, Jalen Brown's shooting amazing right now. He went seven for 20 from the field. I mean, that's 35% not. Field okay, but we have to think about this. People are going to have bad nights. It's going to yeah. happen. A 7 for 20, that's not perfect. But for a star, they're not going to hit, like, 15 for 20 every game. They're not going to get yeah. 12 for 20 every game. It's going to be – it's a long season. People. Well, when you look at Jalen Brown, like, Jalen Brown had this, like, 26-point game. He went 8 for 24. I think that's, like, 33%. Yeah. I mean, like, that's not – that's like, everyone's going to have that type of game. And he still had 26 that game. I mean, Jason Tatum, like, he all in the last five games, he has only gotten over 40% field goal percentage once, and it wasn't even above 50. So, like, you know, he's a, it's actually a really good free throw shooter, like, really good. But, you know, you compare him to Jalen Brown and their efficiency and their scoring, and you say, I'd rather have Jalen Brown on my team, a guy who's has had a game above 50, two, one at 40, one above 40, one close to 40. Not a guy that, like, I just think Jalen Brown has more potential. It might be a little controversial, but, I, you know. I also like how the Celtics built their roster. I think they got a lot of good role players that fit. And so I don't think they need to change. Like, I don't think they have someone that they need to sign. And I don't think they need to trade some people. I mean, I think Al Horford, he's old. They're paying him 27 mil. That's a lot. But I don't think there's like the roster is the issue. I just think they don't fit. And you know, yeah. at this point, I think to just end, it's over. Um, yeah. One of them needs a low, and I would personally trade Tatum just because you can get more out of him. And he just, I don't know, I just don't like him as much as Brown. Yeah, yeah I think that. Um, I think that. So first of all, I think that Robert Williams is a really good big, okay. and I think that 
I think that signing Al Horford was not a good decision. I think that they should just stick with Robert Williams as their starter and just keep it that way. And then I think that they should trade away Tatum for maybe a couple. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think that the Celtics necessarily need another star for Tatum yeah. because because I think Jalen Brown. I think they want to see how he does as a first option, and then I think they want to put the right pieces around him so they can su- succeed. I think the problem though is that. When you have someone like Tatum, who's just such a star and like around the Boston area, like everyone loves him. He's a star. And I think they're not going to want to trade him away just because his value and what everyone thinks of him. But I really think that Jaden Brown is such a more important asset to them. And like you said, Robert Williams, he's one of the best big men in the league right now. He's so underrated points per game. He's getting two blocks, like two blocks a game. Yeah. I, I was looking at those centers, and I just realized, I don't know if you guys knew this, Ennis Cantor changed his name. Ennis Freedom. Ennis yeah. Freedom. <laughs> but, okay. Um, but, you know, they have a few guys on the roster that, you know, I, I'd say good role players. As I, I think it was Sam. I think you said this. But, yeah. like, Ennis Cantor, like, decently good for them. He's averaging five points in 13 minutes. Like, they, what they've done is, is they've taken two good players and instead of trying to get a really good player and then just have like kind of bad players, they've surrounded them with veterans, but also with young players. Yeah. So I think it's going to really work out in the long run. And yeah. you know who I'm really excited to see play for? Peyton Pritchard. I think that Peyton Pritchard is really, really good. I'm not going to lie to you. I love them at Oregon. Yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say Joe Johnson, but. I so Joe. <laughs> but um, okay, actually, so guys, guys, guys. Now, what I want to talk about is the goat debate. All right. Okay. Yes. Okay. So Sam, Sam, since you're new here, you know Eli, Eli has LeBron. I got Jordan. Sam, this will, this will, this will depict like everything. Who do you think is better? Well, I like, this, I like this discussion a lot. I mean, I for me. I like I listen to all opinions. I hear the goat of LeBron. I hear the goat of MJ. But me personally, if I had to choose with the fate of the universe on the line, I would go MJ. Stephon Curry. <laughs> uh, I Stephen. It's, it's gonna be the goat soon. Um, but uh, yeah, I got I got MJ right now. Uh, but I I hear that the goat of uh, Jordan. I hear. I mean, not Jordan. LeBron. I hear what you're saying, but I have to go with MJ. I mean, Eli and I were like texting about this. Um. I gotta say, oh Jake, I'm gonna pull up these. Texts. No, no, please, please don't. You made some absolutely delusional. I was, I was very tired. For anyone who's listening to this, okay, Jake, I was this really is absolutely tired. unexcusable. Okay. No, I was tired. Okay, but um, basically, <laughs> I, I, I give a ton of credit to LeBron because LeBron is a really good player, um, and he's been a really good player all the time. And you look at the teams LeBron has been on, and mm-hmm. he's had dubs with really good players. He's and every team he's been on, he's had another superstar next to him. And okay, what I think you know, is that LeBron's help has been extremely overrated throughout his career. But at the same time, Eli, this is the one thing that I want to get across. LeBron played the now best team in the league. Jordan was the best team in the league. I mean, that like, doesn't make sense, though. Like, literally, you're bringing up 2016 Warriors like versus like the 96 Bulls, right? Like that's what you're trying to. That's what you're trying to compare. No, what I'm trying to say that is Jordan was the best team in the league. LeBron beat the team that had the better record than them. 
Like Le- LeBron literally beat the greatest team of all time three one, but coming back. But my point is, is that yes, LeBron could beat them, but I think Jordan could too. And what Jordan did was, is he be- became that team. I mean, I don't okay. think LeBron is six and zero in the finals if he plays in Jordan's era. All right. Um, like, um, like, wait, 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 wait a minute. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't agree okay, with that. Okay, okay. Because Eli, Eli, to be honest, I think if you put someone like Curry down there, he would, like, win a ton of championships. Excuse me, a ton of championships. But LeBron, like, everyone was like, like, LeBron can shoot a little bit, but, you know, back then, the game was much rougher. It, you know, I'm not going to call LeBron a crybaby, but... LeBron, like, a little bit, a little bit of a crap. Like, okay, okay. I've never seen a clip of of Jordan complaining, or okay. or if um if he thinks he got fouled, not running down to play defense. Okay, I think I think that Jake, your last take was a little not true because um, what you said something about like the best team or something like that, but like it's hard to say you're the best team in a one year, but then like. 20 years later, it's going to be different. There's going to be new players. And the Warriors team, I'll admit, it was a super team. It was the best team of all time. Um, so it's hard to be better than the best team of all time, especially when you have not that much help. I mean, he did have Kyrie Irving and he did have Kevin Love, but that is okay, not. No, 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 no. I want to pull up Kevin Love's 2016 playoff stats, okay? I'll, I'll do it. No, I'm doing it right now. I mean, but that's when LeBron like popped off, so he didn't score that. He had fourteen points. I mean, fifteen points. Yeah. Eight points. You can't call that. You can't call that a big three, okay? Like that was better than Pippen's. That's, like that's fourteen points, eight rebounds, two assists. That's like a good role player at best, okay? In the playoffs, though. Okay. LeBron literally averaged like a triple double in the finals, while Jordan, Jordan, like, okay. Jordan, Eli- I feel like I feel like even though LeBron lost ten times, LeBron lost six times in the finals. LeBron was the best player in each series that he played in, besides the twenty eleven finals. Okay, I, mean, I would say that same for Michael Jordan. Okay, but but when you try to bring up LeBron's losses, I don't. I feel like the losses are overrated too much, and the stats that LeBron put up when he didn't have as much help as people think he did. Right. Like, if he's the best player in the series, why is the loss being put on him? I'm, I'm going to say, I'm, I don't want to um, interrupt, but I just searched up Scotty Pippen's playoff stats in 1996. Exactly. I, I, he, he averaged had, he, 15 points and eight rebounds. That's almost identical to Kevin Love's stats. So, do we both put them in the role player? Wait, in 19. Wait. I did 1996. I might not be looking at the playoffs, though, because it says 19 points. But like, if you look at the guys on that team, yes, yes, he had Scottie Pippen. But besides that, he literally had no one else. What? What? He Who, literally had, he had one other guy on. averaging above ten points. He had the greatest rebounder of all time on his team, and then he had the greatest percentage shooter of all time. You, Scottie Pippen is averaging the same as Kevin Love, and he and okay. Michael Jordan he didn't also, even have a Kyrie Irving. Okay, he literally. Okay, okay. First of all. Michael Jordan has the greatest rebounder of all time on his team for the second half of his finals runs, okay? He had Dennis Rodman on his team. He also had Steve Kerr, 
Also, if you want to put that shot on Ray Allen, if you want to put the 2013 finals on Ray Allen, then put the finals on Steve Kerr with the shot that he hit. Okay, then like, also put the 2016 fi- finals on the shot that Kyrie hit. Okay, what about the block that LeBron had? I mean, that didn't win the game. Though. That didn't Kyrie, seal the game. Kyrie Irving shot won the game. So, I mean, yeah. if you're putting those in okay, the cast, Le- Le- LeBron's free throws tied the game up and won the series for the um for the Cavaliers at the end of the game. You know that LeBron that the dunk that LeBron missed, but he also got free throws for it. That would have won them the game either way. I just searched up Kyrie Irving's. Eli like Jordan wanted to miss that dunk. Uh, you guys see that Kyrie? <laughs> what? He, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. the eyeball. Look, if you see, look up Kyrie Irving's 2016 playoff stats. Kyrie Irving averaged 25 points. And five assists in the playoffs in 2016. So I don't think he had a 25 points with Jordan. Okay. Let's look up LeBron's stats. 2016. You go to 26 stats. points, nine rebounds, seven assists. Yeah, and then Le- and then Jordan. okay, okay, and then let's look up Michael Jordan's stats for 1996. Thirty points. Okay, but that that's that's thirty points, four rebounds, and four assists. Yeah, but okay. he had the most points, like one of the most points in finals history. That's average. That's one of the most points. Okay, okay. Let's look. At, let's look at LeBron James, um, twenty sixteen final stats. Okay, no, that's the playoffs. That's the playoffs. I don't think they have individual finals that. All right, yeah, okay, no, no, I found this. So, still, right, okay. 30 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. Okay. Kevin I guess what Jordan was averaging in 96. What? 30, point, 30 points, Ooh. 6 rebounds, 4 assists. LeBron literally put up a better stat line. LeBron almost averaged a triple-double in the finals. Michael Jordan averaged 41 points in the 1992 finals. That's the most of all time. 41 points in our finals. That's got to be the goal. Like, Le- LeBron isn't till 35. He's fu- he's not even top five of most points average in a finals. But, like, you see, how that, that just shows how clutch Jordan was. 41 points in a finals. That's, that's and crazy. And it's not even like he scored it in one game. He averaged it. Okay, like, okay. Okay, so 2014-15 NBA Finals against the Warriors when he was on Cleveland. LeBron James averaged 35 points. Yeah, okay. but he's six. That's six. He's six. He's seven. 30, no, no. 36, 13, and nine in the finals. Okay? Either okay, that, yeah. That's right. This Bulls team. 2016-17. 2016-17. 33 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. Okay, that's this literally Bulls averaging team. a triple-double in the finals. Yeah, this 95 average. to 96 Bulls team went 72 and 10 and then went um and went 15 and 3 in the playoffs. Like that is an amazing season. I don't know how someone could top that. Even though LeBron came back 3-1, that is a ridiculously amazing season. The 2016 Warriors went 73 and 9. They already topped that. Okay, and then LeBron they top that, and then LeBron beat them. LeBron literally, he's gone to ten NBA Finals in, in his career. Okay, and how many has he won? Four. Okay, 
So but that's a 40%. The, the, that's 40%. I thought the bubble was one. The bubble was like Mickey Mouse championship. Come bro, on. what do you... Bro, LeBron he, literally he averaged 30, 12, and 8. How is that not a Mickey Mouse game. championship? Not he won in six game. against the Heat when Jimmy Butler was literally like going head-to-head with LeBron James. Yeah, but no one else was on the Heat. Duncan really? Robinson was their second leading scorer in the finals. Bam out of bio? No, not the best no. player in the series? Oh, you cannot compare... Bam out of bio to anyone that um uh the second best player on any team. Are you comparing um Bam out of bio to John Stockton, who was the second best team that second best player on a team that might be- okay compare John Stockton to Kevin Durant or Steph Curry? I mean Durant and Curry are better, but John Stockton's yeah. up there. No. Okay, compare John Stockton to Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. They're all better. But I'm saying in the in the Mickey, I'm talking about the Mickey. Draymond, Draymond is not better than Scott. No, I'm not saying. I, I'm I'm at like the first. I don't uh, even know. Yeah. I don't know if Clay Thompson is. But I'm just saying this for the Mickey Mouse championship. That's why I think that like they're playing. And I still count as a championship. It's crazy to win they won a championship, but he did have 80 that year. So that's help. And versus a team that didn't really have any help besides Jimmy Butler. So he gets the championship. He wins Finals MVP. But that just that one's not really in my like top wins. I mean, you know, here's the thing. This is LeBron a very heated. Has the greatest finals one of all time. This is a heated debate that could really go anywhere. So, you know, I think as the more guests that come on here, the more heated the debate will get, and the more interesting, I think, the the better perspectives we'll see on it. Um, but also, I gotta say. Everyone listening at home, you guys should be excited for the next podcast. We have something very special in store. Um, so, yeah. Thank you, Sam, for coming out. We appreciate it. Um, and and we'll see you guys on the next one. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for letting me on.